0: I really started working with him after the Terrence fight because I was in a dark place after that one.
1: And he helped me out a lot. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights. Challenge your friends. Level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. Let's start off with this, man. Bobby Green, he's going to change his name legally. Legally change his name to King. Would you ever change your name legally to Steamroller? I mean I I, I never actually thought about that.
0: <laughs> like I was never really in love with the name Matt. Like Matt was very is a very like generic name. Um I don't I don't know, I don't I don't think I have uh, I don't think I have it in me.
1: <laughs> but that was and he's just going with King, to, King, just King, like, like Prince, you know, Madonna, like he's up there with that, that level, I guess. Yeah. That's pretty, that's a bold move, it but is. I feel like Bobby Green's a kind of got to do that. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, kind of connected to that as well. You know, Steamroller is like your nickname, right? So, you know, the UFC, they're kind of combining forces with WWE. It looks like, you know, does that world intrigue you, man? Cause I was thinking Steamroller. And Billy Q tag team, is that possible? Do you think that no. would be crazy? Dude, that that sounds that's sound <laughs>
0: honestly that sounds like we need to do that. I think I think that's right up our alley. A little tag team match, yeah. little ladder match, little cage match.
1: You know, I'm putting somebody through a table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Billy Q go to Buffalo and, and throw someone through a table or something? Like, did he I? Did. He did. That's right. What the, those fans do they put through <laughs> tables so i think
0: i think that's perfect for uh for this new WWE UFC uh merger did you watch wrestling when you were a kid oh yeah man i was uh i was a big time uh, WWF back when it was oh, WWF cool. watched like the rock stone cold mankind the big show you know all those guys back in the heyday i was mm-hmm. i was into it the rockers do you remember them uh vaguely i mean i know the rock but the like the the sean michaels sean michaels
1: sean michaels had the sweet sweet chin music yeah yeah yeah. he was in a he was in a tag team with uh with marty janetti i believe that's the name the guy the other guy's name and they were the rockers i could kind of see you guys in that role you and billy q you know, you guys yeah. should grow some mullets out because both of them had mullets, long mullets as well. Why not? You know, what I mean, sounds fun, though. Someday. Yeah, definitely. Now, let's get into some like actual fighting. It'll be some real, real fighting. Um, this pay-per-view is going to be your seventh, seventh appearance on a pay-per-view card. Some of these fighters, man, they fight like three or two times in the apex and get cut. You know, what are they missing out on when they don't get to fight on a pay-per-view card? Yeah, <clears throat> I love fighting on the pay-per-view cards, you know.
0: Every time there's like a big card, I always like want to get on it because again, like I'm I'm a fan just as much as a fighter. I love like the big fight feels. I love like, you know, seeing being at the fighter hotel and like like seeing like Izzy, seeing Max Holloway, seeing Dustin Poirier, you know, seeing McGregor. Um so I mean, I think it's it's just the the big fight feels, you know. You could you can feel it, you know, at the, at the fighter hotel, you walk outside and you got like, uh, like fans, like with, with pictures, like trying to get autographs and stuff. Uh, especially, uh, at Madison square garden, you know, walking outside uh, the hotel at, in, in New York city, you know, it was like people had pictures of me. It was nuts. Um, so I think, I think it's just the, the big fight feels of, of the pay-per-view cards. I love, and uh, you know, I think we're doing something right because they keep que- they keep putting us on these big shows.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And hey man, this next fight is it's like well deserving, man. Well deserving opponent for you. Exciting opponent, a top fifteen opponent. What do you see in Drew Dober and in his style? Dude, he's a beast, man.
0: Uh like I had fun watching all his fights. You know, he's got like almost like one of the best, like knockout highlight reels in the lightweight division um you know he's a tough dude he's a great striker and um you know he's uh he comes to fight which is exactly what i
1: do so i'm excited he he's kind of on a similar path as you in the last couple of years in 2021 he didn't have the best year 2022 came back and won all his fights did you notice that like you guys kind of did the same thing
0: I did. And, uh, he's on a tear right now. Mm-hmm. He's on like three fight win streak, all TKOs. Um, I'm on a two fight win streak, <laughs> TKOs.
1: So I think that, uh, our paths are, are crossing at the right time. Definitely. And you know, when you go back and, and watch his fights, does anything really stick out about his, his approach? Something that you noticed changed in him maybe? Um, no, no, nothing, uh, really in particular, but, um, you know he
0: he comes comes for, he goes for it and uh, you know he's not he's not messing around um, so that's that's really that's how I fight as well so I think it
1: it just it just makes for for a great fight. What do you think his last three opponents did wrong against Dober? Is is it be, is they did they take too much risk against Dober? You know what I mean? Because it seems like when the guys get too risky, that's when Dober kind of shines
0: yeah you know he's a a killer be killed kind of kind of fighter and uh you know he's he's been doing the killing but you know against me he's gonna get killed so it's uh you know that's kind of how I fight too you know we we live by the sword or we die by the sword and uh I'm doing everything
1: physically possible to uh come out on the right end of that of that uh fight what about the mental side you know i've been talking to fighters recently and they've talked about the pi like offering like coaches like mind coaches like uh uh fight psychologists have you have you dug into that side of the game yet yeah i have i actually did i worked with uh the guy's name's micah
0: over there and he and he's actually he's actually the man he's a cool ass dude and uh we kind of have Facetimes, just like i'm doing with you you know and uh, he's he's helped me out a lot, man. I'm not gonna lie. He, I really started working with him after the Terrence fight because I was in a dark place after that one, and he helped me out a lot. And uh, and you know I'm still using a lot of the techniques that he helped me with and taught me. And um, you know it's really making making life in general, not just fighting. It just makes life better. You know where
1: you got to enjoy the ride. And uh, you know your last two fights, man, back to back, first round knockouts, spectacular knockouts as well. Did you even like get into a game plan in those fights? Um. Yeah. You know.
0: Um. Event. You know. Eventually, uh, I. I. I'm a. I'm a mixed martial artist. You know. I know I've been knocking people out, but I. I feel like you know I. Kn- I know my roots. I know my wrestling roots. I love jujitsu. Uh. And you know eventually i wanted to get there and and uh and use my wrestling use my jiu-jitsu it's just you know we didn't we didn't get there um which i'm not mad about but uh we'll see you know may- maybe the next one uh is the is the time that i get to remind
1: the world that i could wrestle and i could do jiu but uh we'll see if it gets there yeah it seems like uh like fans or spectators or you know just people that watch the sport they kind of get caught up on the last couple of performances and they forget like like you said the roots of certain fighters and then all of a sudden when when they pull it out in their next fight they're like where did that come from but actually you know you they've been doing it the whole time you know what I mean they they've been ready to pull it out you know what I mean and and I like that about the sport yeah definitely
0: man uh you know the like I said like the the real ones know you know uh the people who've been following my career uh from the beginning know you know what I what I can do and um that's that's the best part about this that i get to you know build new new f- new fans new followers and uh you know show them uh every aspect of mixed martial arts and, and show that every aspect is exciting and uh that's what that's what i do you know i'm not a lay and pray kind of guy i'll, I'll take you down and i'll pound you out and i'll work for submissions and and show some beautiful jiu and uh and that's just exci- as exciting, you know, to me as as you know, two guys just throwing down. So, um, I love I love it all, man, and uh, and that that's what I'm I'm able to do, and that's what I'm
1: capable of. You do have experience though already against top fifteen fighters. You know, I mean, you beat Jalen Turner. You fought Armon on like what was it like a week's notice or something like two weeks notice. Is it Day's Notice? Oh, Day's. Okay, Day's. Sorry, sorry. Day's Notice. Yeah, they switch it up, right? You guys are both supposed to fight. Like, you know, having that experience, right? And having the victories as well. What kind of psychological effects does that have on you heading into this fight? Because Drew Dober, is he's a killer and he's a top 15 opponent. Yeah, you know, I, I know that on my best day, I can beat anybody
0: in the world. And I also know that, you know, I can lose. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm human, but guess what? He's human too. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to do everything I can to be as prepared as possible. And I'm going to step into that octagon and I'm going to leave it, everything I have in there. And, um, I believe it'll be
1: enough training camp. It's running concurrently with, uh, Sterling, man. How has that been the environment? I know you got a bunch of other, uh, UFC fighters as well, helping you out. Yeah, it's going great, man. Uh, Aljo actually just got back to New York.
0: Uh, he's finishing camp now, uh, back home and it's it's awesome having the champ in the house you know it elevates everyone's game just his his energy uh being around is is awesome um and you know everybody at the gym is is like beasts you know we just got killer after killer after killer you know uh and everybody helps each other everybody uh feeds off each other and uh you know we're all we're led by uh the general uh, Ray Longo, you know, the the godfather of MMA, Ray Longo, who uh, who leads us and uh, and tells us what we need to know, you know, tells us what we need to hear, not what we want to hear. And uh, and, you know, it's a it's a great environment to uh, to train at and
1: to uh, to become a champion in. Is, is Ray Longo the modern day version of that coach in Rocky? <laughs> he's a better version of that. Okay, coach. better. Okay, better version, better version. All right. Uh, yeah. is sadikov your your main training partner? Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of a
0: lot of rounds in with uh Naz um and uh Naz is always always, you know, always tough rounds, always tough work and uh he's always willing to help whenever I need him. Um so it's uh it's been great working with him and I've been getting a lot of great working with uh dennis bazooka as well and um you know he's been giving me a great look and then uh you know dylan montello i was getting great work with him he just had a big win we also had uh anthony Delemi, just had a big win you know kid kid Justin montavo's back in the gym getting after it you know charlie campbell's back in the gym getting after it we just got so many uh So many killers in this gym. uh, It's it's like hard
1: not to get better training with all these guys. Recently, I've been seeing certain fighters say that they have gone away from like hard sparring during training camp. How much of the hard sparring do you do during a training camp? Um, I definitely do
0: a good amount, (laughs) Um, uh, but really, I try to have you know one hard spar with like big gloves. Sometimes we throw the headgear on. And then I'll have one, uh, you know, uh, like flow spar with MMA gloves, but you know how that ends up. Uh, but you know, with MMA gloves, we're definitely looking to grapple more and you, you know, try to take a little bit off the, uh, with the power, but you know how it goes. Um, and then, uh, boxing, I've been boxing like once a week as well. So I've been doing a lot of sparring this camp and, uh, and I've been healthy man uh, knock on wood it's been a great camp and uh you know you always have to listen to your body but uh i think sparring is definitely important uh you know leading up to a a fight just to to build your awareness to uh you know s- see your punches and uh, and build up you know your cardio and and push your
1: your how you want to how you want to fight so i think it's definitely important does does the sparring does the sparring kind of like have keep the edge so to say during a training camp you know sometimes people some fighters they need that you know what i mean pushing them
0: oh yeah 100 and uh you know the way the way we spar at, at uh, law mma you know it's like saturday everyone you get one sparring partner and it's like it's like a fight like everybody's got their sparring partner it's like me versus Nas. you know dennis versus the you know uh quiet man versus kid you know Aljo versus marab and everybody takes turns using the cage and then the whole gym is around watching and like almost like cheering on and uh you know before like when you're when you're like warming up watching these like you kind of get those you get those butterflies you get those fight feels it's they're almost like smokers and it's like dress rehearsals you know um but every everybody knows you know we're not in there to uh to hurt each other we're in there to work. Um, so you know, we put the big gloves on.
1: Uh, we keep it safe, um but we get great work. I think regular people, even with the big gloves, if they get punched one time, they're just like, you know, what I mean, for you, it's like it's nothing. But for regular people, even if they put on like the 16 ounces and get like just one little shot to the head, they 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 think it's like, man, that's kind of hard, right? What was the first time when you got hit like the hardest, and you're just like, holy shit, this is this actually is. This actually hurts. I mean, w-
0: when I get hit, I just go to my instincts and I wrestle, and you know, and those are some good good instincts to have. Uh, but it's good to get in there and spar. You know, it's it's really a life changing thing when you when you start training and then you realize that you're not made of glass, that you can take a shot, that uh, that you can take a shot, you can give a shot. You know, you obviously have to. You know, you don't want to take too many shots you know but uh once you realize you're not made of
1: glass you know it opens up a whole world and uh and then and then you get after it the expectations man people have for this fight because this is like it's not even a sleeper fight people know like this is going to be high pace this is going to be some there's going to be some extremely violent exchanges in this fight what are your expectations against drew Dober though you know, again, I, I know he's going
0: to come out there and meet me in the center and he's going to throw down. You know, I'm expecting the best version of Drew Dober. Um, you know, but I'm prepared for it. Um, I'm and I'm excited. You know, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm feeling great. You know, I'm in the prime of my life. And uh, the time is now. You know, I've I'm on that two fight, I'm on a two fight win streak. You know, uh, I wanted a big fight, I was pushing for a big fight. Cause I know, I know, you know, the time is now. Um, so we got the big fight. I'm putting in the work, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. So I'm just, I'm ready to uh, finish camp, you know, perfectly. Um, and then, you know, go to, go to Jersey, have a, have a great fight week, have a great weight cut. And then, and then face this guy, you know, face this guy, and leave everything i have in that cage blood sweat and tears if it if it you know comes down to it and uh you know as long as i do that i'm going to be happy with
1: myself and uh i'm a i'm going to have a have a beer with them after man you're going to have your people too in the crowd just like you did in uh in new york man that's going to be great for you oh yeah it's great you know i think that they're starting to figure out that
0: when they have a fight of the northeast team roll on the card <laughs> so. <laughs> and it, and i'm I'm pumped to be on the same card as him.
1: yeah for sure you know, uh, uh,
0: Aljo main event versus hudo uh mm-hmm. it's really a dream come true uh you know fighting on the same card as him I think we're gonna we're gonna put on a show and we're gonna we're gonna take over
1: yeah it's it's great to see the the Cerro Longo team have kind of like their next generation fighters coming out and and blowing up you know what I mean I think that's what it is right now for you guys. You know, you had the the Matt Serres and the Chris Widmans and now it's like you and and Aljo and Marab. It's like the next wave in a way. Do you feel that? Oh, yeah, man. No doubt.
0: And uh there's like another wave coming yeah. too. <laughs> uh, so it's uh
1: it's exciting time for sure. Um uh one one thing that I noticed on social media is that you know, the the bigger profile that you grow, you have got people wanting to fight you and, and I noticed that some guy from Australia like made a fake poster like calling you out you know what I mean and, and you actually know the guy you've you've seen him you've trained with him yeah. in the past right like what'd you think of when you saw that what'd you think of all that you know you, you just think it's like hey man i guess it's part of just becoming more of a well-known fighter i guess no man i mean good luck to him mm-hmm. you know <laughs> good luck to him i hope he does make it to the ufc and i
0: hope i do get to smash it <laughs> He was kind of a fucking He was a though, man.
1: I'm telling you, like <laughs> he was uh but good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck to him. All right, all right. And uh one last thing that I wanted to ask you about is of course, uh probably the one of the biggest fights that's coming up this year is uh McGregor versus Chandler, man. And what do you see in that one, man? Cause it's kind of like similar to like your fight with Dober, man. It's like we're expecting some high pace extreme violence man what do you what do you see like who do you see having the edge in that one
0: i think uh i think you gotta go with uh the juiced up mcgregor man uh mcgregor on the sauce is just gonna plant that straight left right on uh right on chandler's chin like you know like you said uh mcgregor i feel like mcgregor does good against anybody who's got reach on because like that's why he was so good at 145. Because he had that advantage, that size advantage and that reach and he would just he uses it so well. So uh he's got that on uh Chandler. So I think
1: I think he's gonna utilize it. May sixth, UFC two hundred eighty eight, New Jersey. Go in the descriptions, download the All Star app. Matt, thank you, man, so much for the time and uh it's going to be an insane one man I'm, I'm excited man for this this is one of those like i was excited for your other fights but this is more exciting because you have a top 15 opponent that just makes the level just rise to the top man. yeah yes and
0: i will I i'll rise to the occasion so i'm excited too bro i appreciate you